KA 19. Where we kick ass. Two. One. Good morning, Sequoia, and welcome back from spring break. I'm Shane from Digital Production, and we're here with our first in-person podcast of the year, and what I think is going to be the best podcast of the year. I'm here with my co-host, Josiah, and a special guest. Hey, Sequoia. I'm very excited to have Deputy Flores from the Ventura County Sheriff's K-9 Unit as our special guest. I love dogs, and I'm super excited to hear all about training and such that goes on to prepare a dog and deputy for the K-9 Unit. So, Deputy Flores... Before we dive in, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and some background on the K-9 unit? Sure. So my name is uh, Deputy Victor Flores. I've been employed with the Ventura County Sheriff's Office uh, for 25 years. I've been a K-9 handler for about five years. Uh, our K-9 unit um, started in 1986, was, and it's been solely funded on fundraisers and donations from the public. Um, so I've... Worked a variety of assignments through my career. I've gone through every station so that in every city. So that means Thousand Oaks, Ojai, Fillmore, Camarillo, Ventura, and um, Moore Park. Almost forgot one. Thank you for sharing your background, Deputy Flores. So we did a little research about the dogs in the canine unit. These, seem, they, these may seem like strange questions, but... How do handlers get partnered with their dog, and do they get to pick their dog's name? So the, 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 we get partnered. Uh, we go out to training. Prior to being selected as a handler, we go out to the training field, and the, our trainer kind of evaluates you as a person and then kind of sets you up with that same personality of a dog when he goes out to Germany and, and selects our, our dogs. So when he goes out to Germany, he already has a, a – a feeling of how you are personality-wise and how your temperament is. So when he goes out to Germany, he kind of tries to find that similar dog that will kind of work with the handler. Um, when he brings them back to Germany, that's when we end up uh, um, training with our partners. So all the dogs in the unit are from Germany are, in fact, German Shepherds. How old are the dogs that come here from Germany, and does the canine unit ever use other dogs? So when they come here from Germany, it varies on the age of the dog that the breeder has available, right? So if he has a young pup that's a, a, a year and a half, that's what we get. If we get a dog that's three years old, that's what we get. Um, we would like to get them young. The reason why is the, um, the longevity of that dog working is going to be longer, right? So if I get a dog that's four years old, that's only, he's only going to be working about four years old or four years till he's eight years old, and then that's only four years old. Uh, that he does four years on the on, on our department, so we'd like to get some longevity of the dogs, so we get to use them quite a, longer than just two years or three years. Because time time vested on them and money is quite a bit, so we want to uh, have that extension of the career for them. So, do you use other dogs besides German Shepherds? We have we used uh, we have used uh, Belgian Melanoids before. Uh, our department had one and. Um, they just like the social aspect of the German Shepherd, our department, the flexibility of how they are. So our department uses German Shepherds uh, solely for our department. Sweet. Is there an age limit on the dogs so they can serve? Uh, they usually go about eight, eight to nine years old. Nine years old is kind of pushing it, but eight years old is, is pretty much their max that the, our department has them work. So that's their, like, retirement age? Yeah. Got it. 
looking at Dano's profile on your website, it says he's a patrol trained in hard surface tracking, open area search, suspect apprehension, handler protection, and narcotics detection. How do you de- determine the duties of the dog? How are they trained? Do you train them? And how long does it take to prepare the canine unit? Sorry for so many questions. No, that's fine. So let's go with the first one. Uh, the the um, So Dano has all those, ver- the apprehension, the tracking, and narcotics. That's what our department uses our dogs mostly for, for um, a tool. I mean, they're basically a tool for our department. So the apprehension part is obviously taking a hold of the suspect, right? If a suspect runs from us or, or we deem them, they're fighting us. Right? We deploy that, the dog, our partners, and they go for the apprehension. Apprehension means hold, right? It doesn't mean bite. It means hold and wait for me to come in and help you out and take the guy into custody. Um, so that's the apprehension part. They also, that part of that apprehension is searching buildings for us. They help us search areas. So if somebody's hiding in an area that's vacant, Dano can search that area really quick without us having to get exposed to danger. So he gives us that, that distance um, to react, right? So if Daniel goes in a big field and he founds a, finds a suspect you know, a mile into it, that's pretty good because we know where exactly where this guy's at. We could kind of clear the rest of it and, and, and use great officer safety to approach that suspect, okay? Um, what was the other question, real quick? Um, how do you determine the duties of the dog? And how are they trained? So they're... When they come from Germany, they're trained in basic obedience. So that means you're sit, you're laid down, you're here. Those are your basic obedience that the dogs come from Germany. Uh, a little bit of bite work, but not, not to the extent that we do here. So once they come here to Germany, we have our, training, our trainer who trains our dogs. When we're selected to be that handler, that dog, we train with him. So during that process, we are both learning uh, to work with each other. And it takes a little bit of time because you're getting a dog that doesn't know you. So it takes a little bit of confidence building and you got to kind of work together and mesh. So once you build that, that trust between both you and your partner, it's fantastic because all that learning is going to go so much faster. That, that little bit, bit of he doesn't know me or he can't trust me, that it's really hard to train with that dog. So you have to have that trust. Once that trust is built, the training is so easy to come by. So are the commands the canines follow in German or English? They are in German, right? And the reason why is because they already trained in Germany, in, in German commands. So we continue that. Uh, instead of changing it to an English command where they, they might struggle with it, we continue to have that. And also, you know, it, it also prevents the bad guy from giving them commands. Uh, if he doesn't know German, he can't give them the commands and it doesn't, distract the dog, he's going to do what he's, he's told to do and, and not distract him from listening to a sit command or lay down where most of us all know that. So a lot of those commands, that's why we use German commands too. So what type of special training did you have to do in order to work in the canine unit? Um, I, prior to being a handler, uh, I didn't have to do anything different. I learned everything on with my partner, Dano. So everything was learned on the training field as far as what I needed to do. I did go out prior to being a handler and I got in the, in the suit what we used for training. It's a, it's a training suit. And I did wear a sleeve, a bite sleeve, 
Um, so I know if this is something I really wanted to do, right? Because I, I got to wear that suit um, two to three hours our training day uh, for other dogs. I don't, I don't use this bite suit for my dog. I always use it for other dogs. So he doesn't learn to bite me, right? So I, um, that's most of the time that we do that. Can you share with us what a typical day looks like for you and Dano? And does Dano get to live with you? So our day is pretty busy. Um, from uh, we used to do a lot of stuff. Uh, um, in going back a little bit to the tracking, you know, right in the uh, narcotics. So our day goes from a residence. You know, the, the deputies get a call of a you know of alarm going off in a residence. We'll go in. They find an open door. We go clear those the residence for the deputies, right? Uh, if they have a stop on a, on a car and they call for a narcotic search, we go out there and do that narcotic search with Dano. Um, if they, we used to track for missing kids and missing adults, but we no longer do that. Where that kept us really busy, right? A kid runs away from home uh, at a young age, and then we would go track them, which Dano does fantastic on, because he is. They do really good training on scent, right? That's basically what our dogs uh, are trained for: is scent um, tracking. So, what was the other question that they asked? Does Dano get to live with you? Yes, he does. So we, it, he basically goes from, we go to work together and we come home together. Um, so he goes car to kennel, kennel to car. He doesn't socialize with my other dogs. He doesn't socialize with my family. I mean, they get to say hello and everything, but he's a working dog. Once he retires, he becomes a pet. Right. So when we go home, it's that that way he he's always stays working. Right. So I go to, from the car to the kennel, kennel to car. I take it Dano wears some kind of uniform while working. Can you tell us a little bit about a, about the protective gear Dano wears and what it's used for? Sure. So he's wearing right now just a, a simple harness. It's just a cloth harness. And he wears that most of the time. And we use that for tracking. Right. Because it's really lightweight. Um, and he's able to track long distances with it without having to be a lot of weight on him. So we use that uh, quite a bit. I, I wear that harness quite a bit. And then the other um, protective ear, he has a ballistic vest. Just like I wear a, a, a ballistic vest, he wears one. Um, so that protects him from um, gunfire if he ends up getting shot. And then the vest that we have for them, it's all those vests I know, are all donated by uh, um, the community. And they donated those vests uh, out of fundraising. So those vests he wears on, on like, if we have a, a SWAT call out, they would wear the ballistic vests. Or anything that he might get injured, we, we would wear that vest. I have to ask, even with all the protective gear, has any of the canines been injured in the line of duty? Yes, they have. I mean, if you look at the news, you know, some uh, we just had a, a dog out um, – in another agency that was stabbed like six times, right? Uh, he ended up surviving. But they, they, there is a, a high risk that because if we're sending them to, they're a great tool for us as a use of force, so they're most likely to get injured, right? Either from a punch, a kick, um, or they jump over a fence, they cut their leg. I mean, it can be a variety of things where they can get injured, um, and that's why we are all trained at somehow at first aid for our canine. Could you also share any with us any special care that is needed to actually take care of all the canines in your unit? Uh, 
No, I mean, pretty much, I mean, you guys know owning pets, you have to feed them, groom them, right? Um, and you have to inspect your dog, right? Um, you always have to check them out on from head all the way up to his tail, make sure everything is okay, right? Because one day I was taking Dano a bath, I discovered a lump on his left side. Um, I brought it up to our, our veterinarian who uh, does our, our care, and he watched it for about a week. And we ended up taking him to the cancer vet center. And it was diagnosed that he had a tumor that was cancerous. So um, they ended up removing that. And now Dano is cancer-free for a year and a half. So you do have to, you know, pay attention to him because they, during training and everything, they could cut up, you know, up one of their paws. You have to constantly watch your dog um, and, and, and make sure they're not injured be able to go to work the same way I wake up in the morning and I go okay I'm good put my vest on I do the same thing for him I inspect him make sure everything's working right if he's limping I gotta find out why he's limping and I'll treat it if it's something that's majorly he can't work we don't we won't we won't work him so much during the day we'll just do like narcotic stuff and and call for another dog to handle that other call so what happens to the canines when they finally do retire do they stay with you Yes, so the dogs will retire with the handler unless the handler cannot obviously take them. Something happens and the handler can't take them, then they'll find them a home. Our trainer will either take them or they'll find them a home with another handler because the liability is huge on, on, on retirement, right? Because these guys can break loose and, and bite somebody, so we have to have somebody that's able to take care of the dogs. Deputy Flores, is there anything else you want to share with us before we hear from our studio audience? No, I just appreciate you guys having me on, on the podcast. It's, it's great uh, for you guys to be informed of, of what we do. You know, we get all this the social media hype and the news media hype, and it's great for you guys to know, you know, some of what we do so you better understand it. Hi, I'm Sydney, and what other pets do you have at home besides Dano? So I have a Chihuahua Beagle mix, <laughs> and I have a cat, right? My Chihuahua Beagle mix does not like Dano. Oh, no. Yeah. So uh, I kind of have to keep him away because my Chihuahua Beagle is <laughs> kind of nips at him. So I got to be careful with them. So when they're around, I have to be around both of them. Otherwise, my Chihuahua, the Chihuahua comes out of my little Beagle <laughs> and he gets all crazy with Dano. Oh, no. Thank you. Hi, I'm Zoe. You said that the dogs have like a vet that they go to. Do they also have a groomer so that they can keep their coat clean? No, I am the groomer, right? So I groom them on a regular basis uh, during my patrol time. If I start seeing them, you know, because during the summer, you know, obviously they shed quite a bit. So I, I have to groom them a little bit more during those either morning or afternoon. Uh, but I do all the grooming. I take them a, a bath or a shower or whatever people call it. And um, but I pretty much maintain every, everything on, uh, on his health. Right. I clean his teeth. I, I, I clean his ears. So I pretty much stay up on his uh, hygiene. Oh, OK. Hi, I'm Emmeline, and my question is, how many dogs have you worked with in total, and how long have you worked with Dano? So I worked with Dano um, for going on, on five years, and I've worked, so Dano's my only partner, and then, but I've worked, we train with multi-agencies, so at a time, you know, we're, we're working with maybe 20, 25 dogs at a time, so it's, it's quite a different personality, because every dog has a different personality, so you have to figure out each dog. 
So if you're wearing that bite suit, you know that one dog likes the leg, the other likes the arm, one likes the back. Uh, it just depends on that dog, and you have to figure out each dog so you don't get, uh, so you kind of work that dog where it uh, needs to be worked. Okay, thank you. Hi, I'm Jake, and is Dano fixed, or can he breed? So, no, Dano is not neutered, and um, our department, so our partners are owned by our department. So it's up to the department to breed them, but most of the time they don't breed them. Um, they leave the breeding to the Germany. There is times that it's happened that either our department or our trainer finds a good dog, a good line, and he'll breed them, but he has to get authorization for our department to breed them. Once they retire, um, you're not allowed to breed them because it's, you know, it's our department guidelines that, that doesn't allow us for them to be bred after, the, after they retire. Thank you. Well, Deputy Flores, we really appreciate you taking time to share more about yourself in Dano, the Ventura County Sheriff Canine Unit. And of course, thank you for your service. Before we sign off, we'd like to give you this donation for your unit that we collected. We hope it helps. This is Shane and Josiah with K-19 signing off. <laughs>